Hi everyone, and I'm happy you're tuning in again to a new episode of the Backpack Full of Busyness. I'm very excited to start this new pod with this week's guest, who's based in the Philippines. She's a very dear friend of mine and almost family. For Filipino people, everyone will be family after a certain period. And I know she has a super exciting and inspiring backpack full of busyness. Her name is Arlene, and welcome to the Backpack Full of Busyness. Maybe we should just start with how did we meet? And as I recall, it was, well, we met during my internship, which I did in the Philippines uh, at ABS-CBN's foundation. And ABS is a broadcasting network. And maybe you can tell me what you were doing then or your job was before. So if I'm not mistaken, Lavelle, did we meet 2004? Do you remember what year it was? Yeah, I think it was 2004 or 2005. Five, yeah. yeah. So one of those years. But at that time, I was working with ABS-CBN Foundation as a writer-reporter. And that's when I met Lavelle, yeah, our amazing intern, one of our favorites, if not our favorite intern of all time. Aww. She came in with just so much spunk and such an amazing energy. She was just so lively, very friendly, amiable. And of course, she was very hardworking and very intelligent. And so we naturally gravitated to her because she was very energetic and she was very willing to learn and do a lot of things. So it was also just natural for us to love her energy because it's just so easy to love Lavelle and that's how we met and now since then we've become sisters friends whatever you call it family and it's been um, it's a it's a relationship that has grown far beyond just work and beyond the walls of work. Eileen can you tell me a little bit about how your busyness looks like? Well so it's different now because it is the pandemic season. Pandemic. It's been their second year in the pandemic. So before before the pandemic, I would have classes every day. That's from Monday till Friday. I would have classes from 6 a.m. until 8 or 9 p.m. 9.30 is my latest. And then that's just how busy it was. It was a full, long day for me. But now with the pandemic since uh, 2020, my days are kind of um, segregated into mornings and evenings. So morning, I have two classes. Afternoons, I have two classes as well. So that's how my busyness is like these days in this pandemic. <laughs> that's still that's still a lot of hours in teaching yoga. Almost forgot to tell what classes you gave, but yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed yoga. And is it a certain type of yoga, or, or should it, you know? There's so many different kinds. Right. So uh, basically, I teach vinyasa. Vinyasa is more of like a flow. It's moving around your mats constantly. It's it's a one breath, one movement type of yoga. Um, there are other types of yoga that I also do, which is hatha, which is a little bit more static, but um, still with movement. And I'm really more into yoga that moves around the mat. There's also, I also did teacher certification for Ashtanga, and that's a little bit more a static um, yoga practice. But for the most part, I teach vinyasa. 
I also know you have another passion. Where did this interest for running come from? And how did you end up in running ultra marathons of 250 kilometers or more? And mostly not flat roads, but rough road hiking paths. Right. Okay. So how I got into running, it's a long story, but it started out with my interest in the outdoors or nature. I always loved um, hiking, going to the mountains or even just the beach, just constantly moving with my own two feet. And then I realized, well, I've been hiking all these high um, altitudes. I realized that you could do it faster by running so uh that happened just one day i was like can we go can we just go a little faster with our hikes and then we started running and then i started joining races and started training to run um i shouldn't say competitively but kind of competitively in the sense that i would join races i realized well wow i can if i can run fast ish (laughs) i can run farther you know see how wherever my feet can go and I I got I just got so passionate about seeing what's beyond a tree seeing what's beyond that vista seeing what's beyond that view seeing what's beyond specifically anything I was like I'm always just curious it's more of the curiosity in me also and but and and also think maybe you can share a little bit about that that it re- what does it require, you know, mentally f- to, to be able to do an ultramarathon beyond uh, uh, 42 uh, kilometers? Right. So how do you prepare for an ultra distance? Well, you take it one step at a time. It, it didn't happen one day. So it took me about two to three years to get into ultramarathon distances. I started with 10 kilometers. You do it incrementally. And then when you're when I felt that I was ready for a 20 kilometer or half marathon, I got into that. When I realized that I was already ready to do a marathon, I got into marathons. And then after a marathon, I was like, there must be something else beyond the marathon. And that's how I got into ultra marathon. Hey, and then um, just to know a little bit more about yourself and your educational background, actually, um, what have you studied before? Uh, I... My undergrad was a Bachelor of Arts in Organizational Communication. And I got into university grad school in Boston University. I took up a master's in um, broadcast journalism. What made you decide to change your career path and become a yoga instructor? My decision to shift from the corporate world, so to speak, to this line of teaching online and teaching yoga it's absolutely such a different world from the corporate world Uh, I loved what I was doing in broadcasting but there came a point when I was just um, feeling a little bit stuck and routinary I felt like I wasn't growing not necessarily not growing but it was more of I was looking for something else and I couldn't find it in that field although i loved it so much i was also passionate about journalism and getting stories writing producing but there was just something that i was just, i'm just i was just looking for something and then i fe- fell in love with fitness i got hooked into fitness uh, i started out in the gym and then it turned out into a full-blown passion into the outdoors hiking yoga and thereafter i was like you know what um, I've always been 
invited by my former teachers in the U.S. to teach yoga. So it's like maybe, you know, you have good form and you're very attentive and focused. Maybe you want to try uh, doing a teacher certification. Uh, that was 11, 15 years ago. And then I didn't give it much thought at that time. But I guess that was like a seed planted in my head that, you know what, maybe it's possible at some point. In 2016, that's when I realized, you know what, I think I'm ready. Ironically, in that year, 2016, that's when I had the most injuries from running. So uh, uh, I realized, okay, this is probably a good time for me to take a rest from all those hard um, ultra marathons or workouts that I was doing. And maybe this is a good time for me to take a step back and reflect. So at first, it was more of like for reflection, just to heal mm -hmm. myself. Yes. So I, I went to Bali, signed up for a, a yoga teacher training certification uh, course. That was for a month and a half. I went to Bali and I loved it so much. I loved the aspect of teaching. I loved the aspect of knowing that you can still grow. This field makes me feel like it's a never-ending learning process. And that's probably why I fell in love with it. Well, very nicely said. And, um, you know, um, what, what would you pick to be, uh, you know, the best advice you received? And from whom? Or what's your idea? Best advice I've received. I wouldn't say if, if it's an advice, but it's, it's been a, a life learning, life lesson that I've learned from everyday experiences that I've had with encounters with people, encounters with work, encounters with teaching. Just learn from every person that you encounter. Learn from every experience that you encounter. Real LOL moment, as I say. This is where <laughs> you learn. <laughs> and, um, exactly. What would be one thing you think we learned from each other? Oh, from all I of the other lessons. From you. Okay, honestly, what I've learned from you is to really just be positive. That's what I love about you, Lavelle, uh, as a friend. I've always been um, magnetized by people who are very optimistic, and you have that, and I love that about you. So what I've learned from you is to really just love life and live life with so much love, which is pretty much your name. <laughs> oh, 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 that's really sweet. Okay. It's true. That's, that's really what I've learned from you. That's why I've grown so close to you. No matter how far we are at this point in our lives, I know we're always going to constantly be in touch. So. Yes. One thing that really inspires me about you is the way that, like, you're good in everything you do. So might it be you're indeed be a reporter or you change your career and become, um, you know, a yoga instructor. You're, you'll take that with full passion and just, you know, take the best, uh, make the best out of yourself in every role that you, um, that you encounter in or that you will try again. And specifically that running. And I have so much respect for you, for anybody doing that, how you <laughs> embrace that passion. And that's something that's very inspiring. And if we go back to your younger self, what advice would you give the young Eileen? Calm down. Don't be so neurotic. <laughs> I really was such a, a dead set goal setter that every time things didn't go my way, I, I would just get so rattled. Um, but since then, I've, I've been a little bit more chill. So very chill, very chill now. 
bit more forgiving towards myself and been more accepting to changes in life. So, you know, just chill out, girl. <laughs> it, what Very will good. be, will be. And then, um, well, finally, what, what lesson from your backpack, or you've already shared, what, shared, but which lesson from your backpack would you like uh, to give to our listeners, and especially those interested in making uh, their profession out of their, their hobby or something they're passionate about? It's finding what fuels your soul, what fuels your eyes. If your eyes light up and when you get up in the morning and you're really raving and wanting to do something, you know that you're doing something right and you know you're wanting to make something better out of something so simple. When you can feel like you can do make menial things or hobby, so to speak. I shouldn't say hobby, but if you can make anything as simple as drawing a line, if you can make that your best, then that is your passion in life. You know what I mean? If, if you give your all into what you are in love with, what you're passionate about, then you know that's what fuels your life. So that's what it is. <laughs> that's beautiful said that's that's beautiful said and then um as i said in my previous podcast as well um weekly i'll ask uh, my guest for their favorite must have that you should have um and it could be a personal item or something related to your work uh, as a giveaway of the week and what will be yours and why a yoga mat because <laughs> it's something also that you can bring anywhere with you a simple yoga mat actually yogis don't even need a mat it's just something the yoga mat lets you know that you're about to practice that you're setting your intentions you're setting your goals for that moment in time and having time for yourself so that you can be of service to others a little bit more when you give love and uh, attention towards yourself you're a little bit more outwardly you're a little bit more of service oh thank you and i will let you know how you can uh, well if you want to uh, have this yoga mat um how it can be yours okay to finalize this chat we have i have two simple questions for you which ultra marathon is still on your bucket list or in which country wow oh my gosh uh tour de, de giants i was supposed to run that 2020 last year okay and if you were uh if you were a yoga animal pose which one would you be Ooh. oh wow which one would i be well downward facing dog because right now i'm pregnant <laughs> so it really helps me with so many things my lower back is really sore and my belly's getting bigger and everything's just getting tight so i love downward facing dog because it lengthens my spine stretches out the back of my thighs and it's also a strong posture so it's a bit of strength and grace so that's why i like downward facing dog thank you so much thank you uh that you were able to be a guest at the backpack full of busyness all the way from the philippines and thank you for taking a shortly in your uh, world of yoga and running and sharing your inspiring uh, lol moments uh with all of us so to sum it up a few of arlene's meaningful lol moments were sometimes you already love your job and what you're doing but there can be room for other professions or something you're also passionate about be open to that she also said that best advice also comes from everyday experience and learning. And it's okay to plan, but along the way, unexpected good or bad surprises may occur. And that's just part of life. 
And as Arlene shared, do everything, no matter how manual, at your very best and learn how to make little things grow. If you're interested in her giveaway, The Yoga Mat, then share your favorite LOL moment of today's podcast. So that's it for this week's episode. I want to thank you once again for listening. And if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram. Lots of love from Amsterdam, and I wish you a new week full of LOL moments, and I hope you tune in again on Sunday. Bye!